When the use of the word boy was no longer the term of common reference for black males by whites, black males began referring to themselves as baby. For until most recently, with the changes in dress and clothing styles, most black males deeply resented any reference to themselves as a girl or a woman. But the recent style changes towards high heel shoes, curl hair, hair curlers, braids, earrings, bracelets, necklaces, pocketbooks, midriff tops, and cinch waist pants, etc., that many black males have adopted now suggests that there is a developing tendency widespread among black males to really not mind, consciously or unconsciously, being mistaken as a girl or a woman. However, at present, the term baby is a fully accepted appellation for black males in reference to another. It is thus not uncommon to hear one black male say to another, Hey, baby, what's happening? In addition to black males frequently referring to themselves as baby, many black females often refer to their black male peers and companions as baby. Bay. I'm just putting that in there. While black <laughs> adult females refer to black adult males as baby, black adult males refer to black adult female peers, companions, as mama often expecting those mamas to provide food, clothes, and shelter for them. It's not uncommon to hear, hey, mama, can I ride with you? Further, black adult males also refer to, to the place where they sleep as a crib. The brain thus computes. As an adult male who refers to another adult male as the man, meaning only the man, to himself as a baby, to the woman he sleeps with as mama, and to the place where he sleeps as the crib, will call himself or any other black male Reflection of himself, a motherfucker. <laughs> hey, it's a reason behind it. <laughs> Half hour black power. Yeah. Remain uh, in the building. Uh, Bomani started off uh, extra, extra, extra educational. Yeah. Extra, extra, extra. <laughs> Uh, so not even subliminal, but you know, it's the reason uh, behind it. Meaning, we gonna break yeah, that down. Gonna go into some things. You gonna break that down? Ask questions because I'm the naked eye here. You know, <laughs> um, <clears throat> but we um that that right there was a, a, a excerpt from Doctor Francis Cress Francis Cress Welsing. Uh, God rest dead. She died about three years ago. Three, or f- I think three years. When ago. was this? January second. It's old or new. Um, this is an old book. It's called um, The Isis Papers, The Keys to the Colors by Dr. Francis Cress Wilson. You can hardly find this book. When I ordered it from Pyramid Music down the Gordon Highway, it took them three months to find it. Uh, Isis. Um, <laughs> to find it. Then they it I thought that was a new group, though. I thought Isis mm-hmm. was like a new group. Mm-mm. Isis is a... It's a whole different Isis she talking well, about. When you think about Isis, they're talking about... Uh, see, they use, it's a play on words. And this is kind of what this show is going to be a little different than the normal show because we ain't going to talk about the current events, it's a lot of shit going on. We can talk about that. But on uh, this one right here, we're going to talk about the subliminals and the way they, they message us, social engineering of us and how it's going down every day with us, with our children, with adults, with our parents, and how we don't even really pay no attention. And it's really going in a direction. It, white supremacy is really playing us in a direction. They're pushing us in the direction that they want us to go in. But the ISIS papers, ISIS was um, Islamic something in Syria I can't I can't remember what it was. It was Islamic something in Syria or something. Islamic State in Syria or something like that. But that's not what ISIS is. ISIS is a is is actually a, a Egyptian goddess. 
So the ISIS papers, like, what does that mean? Like, See, she what's has the, the hieroglyphs on the, pa- on, on, the, on the front of the book. The ISIS papers, the keys to the colors. I don't know why she named it the ISIS papers, but I know it's, uh, I guess, maybe it's because it's things that are being decoded. You see what I'm saying? Has she, she, ever, has she ever been interviewed or anything about this book or nothing? Uh, uh, yeah, um, Phil Donahue. You remember Donahue back then? I heard that name before. Yeah, Phil Donahue actually had her on the show back uh, back in the 80s. Um, you know, he had a few people on the show. He had um, Dr. Uh, uh, um, uh, Khalid Abdul-Muhammad. He had a few uh, controversial, well, I say controversial figures in the eyes of white supremacy. He had them on on stage a few times, but they didn't never get them. He had Naeem Akbar. He had a few people on there, but he never had them on in a way to where you could actually, they never got any public notice after that. Got you, got you. You, know what I'm you mentioned, you said that um, it's a reason behind it, so let's, let's, let's dig into it. All right, well, the reason behind it is because... um. The, 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 just, just real quick, it has, it has any relations to do with? I noticed you kept saying "baby," and I, I feel like you don't like the rapper Little Baby for whatever reason. Little Baby, I don't, I don't like, I don't not like Little Baby. I don't like his name. I made a post today on my Facebook. I, that's what I seen. I seen a post. And he I said was, he had a brand new whip and no keys. Like, what do you not like about him? <laughs> <laughs> he said. <it. laughs> no, man. the post that I made today was like, man, what if, what if Big Meech would have been Little Meech? It's a totally different thing. Okay, you see what I'm saying? I can see that. I can see that. You got and a point. If you notice, all the uh, one of the one of the most uh, controversial figures in hip hop is Baby. The right, you mean from Lil Wayne? No? Yeah, I mean when I say controversial, just you know he did some bad deals. Okay, yeah, <laughs> you know, he yeah. Made some, gotcha. He did some. He made some bad moves, and a lot of people, you know, they watch how they step around Baby because they can't really rock, you know, rock with him like that. But his 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 his, his um claim to fame was Lil Wayne. All these rappers nowadays is little something, little something, little. The last big we had was probably Big Big L and Big Papa. Them niggas is dead. <laughs> <laughs> Biggie, <laughs> don't get no bigger than that. You know what I'm saying? So, but after that, it's, you know, young this, young that, little this, little that. It's the symbolism behind that it, it, it speaks to a it speaks to a to a bigger to a bigger construct. Okay. A system, so to say. Now these these um these rap these rap labels, they they know what they're doing. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I just want to give, give <laughs> yeah, context real quick. Watching, audience, yeah, watching the news. While uh, we you got, to talk you got TV on mute. You on <laughs> yeah. Fox out of all of all news stations, hey, right? News. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it says Cohen sentenced to three years in prison. But enough of that. Just go. Yeah, yeah. Just saying, man. I just I just they want to be distracted. Yeah, I mean, he got three years. I mean, yeah. you know, we ain't going to talk about that later. No, but. yeah, we get into that. But the, the point I'm saying is that uh, there's a lot of symbolism in, in all aspects of life, even in Dr. Frances Crest Weston. She wrote this book, and just by the, by the way, this passage that I read out of, she actually wrote that in 1976. So when she talks about the images of um, men being more effeminized with pocketbooks and high heels, I saw um, T- Tiki Barber with some high heel boots on today. What you think about Young Thug? Young Thug. Cam Newton. Come on, That's bro. your man right there. Oh, all of them. Hey, Cam is your man. It's funny that you said that. It is crazy. Cam Newton is definitely your guy. It's That's crazy. your guy. Hey, man, let me tell you how crazy it is you said that. Because today I was just putting together a little collage of things. And Those were just the first two that came to mind. Russell Westbrook sometimes. Uh, man, when you say that. My man Cam wilding out here. Looking like somebody auntie. Yeah, I see Tiki Waller. Okay, that's Tiki Barber. Okay, so this is Football what I'm saying. Football player. Yeah. Masculine. Oh, come on, bro. Supposedly. Supposed to be, yeah. 
You got the biggest figures. We have the Titans in community. There's nothing stronger than a black man playing football. It's just, I'm sorry. It just don't get stronger than that. It just don't get it. Uh, basketball. They don't get stronger than that. They tall, they big, they strong, they work out, they lean muscle. Yeah. These are the figures that you choose to emasculate. So you had uh, Dwight Howard. I think when he won the best, when he, didn't he win the slam dunk contest one year? Yeah, yeah. Wasn't he, he dressed like Superman or something like that? Yeah. Now he's, now he's on some. Somebody else Superman. <laughs> he's, he's a model. <laughs> <laughs> Seven foot something. But, no, but. Nothing against, you know, in Gay Who, but um, they, in New York or in uh, with the West Indies, mm. they would call him a Bati boy. That would Bati, Bati boy. Yeah, <laughs> Bati boy. That's what they say, man. Yeah, I heard it. But I'm saying they take these figures and then they expose them to our, to our kids. Now, take an Allen Iverson, for instance. Allen Iverson looked like the streets at the time. They made him change his whole wardrobe. Well, they changed their whole policy to the NBA. That's the Iverson rule. You can't wear this. You can't wear that. What does that say to the kids growing up seeing that? That's what I'm saying. You cannot be. You can't be this rough. You can't be this hard. You can't even present the image of being hard. You, you could be yourself, but just be the self we want you to be, not the self you be want to be. The self that we want you to be. Now, Cam, I don't see um, Dwayne Wade dress a little. Eh, a yeah. couple of these cats. They dress a little odd. If they're not doing little that, zesty, doing little that. zesty, zesty. Yeah, they're, very. They're dying their hair now. Niggas is rocking curls and shit. Uh, it it's a it's a feminine touch on a very masculine entity. Got you. Got These you. These black men is supposed to be the titans of society, but you can be bought to your knees by this by this league. Mm-hmm. You can. I mean, they can effeminize you or take everything away from you, and the images that are put in front of everybody in front of the world. Not only does the world get it, but then black folks get it too, and then it becomes a propaganda. But you mentioned uh, with your passage you read, mm-hmm. you said uh, "baby, mama, the man." Mm-hmm. Um, they always refer to the man as the white man. I mean, that's that's that's, that's a common. I think anybody that's black knows that much, you mm-hmm. know. Um, but I mean, and I'm trying. I guess I'm trying to get a, a kind of understanding as well. Mm-hmm. Like listeners, that listener is not really following. I want to make sure I'm doing that for them. Would you say maybe the term uh, sugar mama even came from that? Because I'm thinking about sugar mama, and you know that's... I mean, mama. Not sh- yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, But you you mentioned, when you read, you said provide shelter, clothes, food, this, that, and third. That's what my sugar mama does for you. Oh, you come stay with me. I'll cook for you. Oh, when you I'll take, wash your clothes. I'll do, you know t- what I'm saying? Yeah, you're right. But think about when these terms came about, too. This is around the time when um when if, when when you did have a, 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 a women's live, and then you did have rights for women. And then you had poor black women that was like, when you had the, the welfare system go into place, uh, um, uh, um, uh, housing go into place, and it was like, well, a man can't stay there. With you. And now you got your old lady. We that's talked about term. that. That's we talked about lady. that yesterday. Um, yeah. That's a, that's a good point you brought up, the welfare, and with, with, <clears throat> as, it, as it pertains to men, mm-hmm. because basically they said, um, you know, hey, we'll give you more if you don't have a man. If you have one, you might not get anything. If you, but if you choose to not have them, be single, we'll give you, we'll get give the black you man out of the household. Come on, bro. Um, we'll give you more. Your, your your benefits go up, it rise dramatically. But you, matter of fact, if you have a man, then you can't get anything. Now, remember I, they did. You ever seen Claudine? The movie oh, Claudine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember how they she had to hide the stuff that well, he bought her. Jones in it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah that's, my movie, mm-hmm. that's my movie. But um, if y'all ain't seen that, see that movie. It's, it's a dope movie. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah. So 
uh, you see how they, they, they came to the house, they looking for stuff, they had to hide a new iron. This stuff her boyfriend is giving her. She had to hide the fact she had a boyfriend, or, or rather had a boyfriend, and even receiving gifts from him. Like, you can't even receive gifts from the person you're with. They see it. It's like, where'd you get this from? Not in your business. Like, they, they were going that far to make sure you don't have a man now, around. Do you, do you think, now, what what would be the, the... Somebody was getting paid to make yeah. sure you don't have a man around. Like, that was their job, to make sure you don't have a man. That's crazy. That goes to show how far Quantel Pro broke out into we can't have no nucleus nowhere. And Claudine came out in the seventies. Yeah, so. it's around the same time. It's around the same time, late sixties, seventies is wild, 70s. man. Hey, man, I'm telling you, I was glad I was born in there. I really blame the, uh, the not blame, but you know, the Black Panther Party was pretty a big reason for that. They they well, they came and shut shit down, man. Like they were inspecting that, and uh, they was like, you know, we got we got get niggas out of here, the, men. There's a movie that called the the Spook Who Sat by the Door. If you haven't seen that movie, it's on YouTube. You can watch the whole movie on YouTube. They took that movie out of theaters and put it in a vault in DC for years. You said the spook who the sat spook by who the door. Sat by the door was a book at first, and um, it, it, it it puts things into perspective, especially when you're talking about uh, black unity and why we are apart. And hey, this is the you know what <laughs> we gonna we gonna the movie. You said what's called again? The Spook Who Sat by the Door, 1973. I just don't want to lose context because this is stuff we talked about yesterday too. Mm-hmm. I mean, think about welfare and think about all the stuff we did talk about. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure this is the point you're trying to get at because you oh, said you're going to get it. But I want to take the time. I want to I want to rush it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, unity mm-hmm. and, and the sep- separation of black people. Mm-hmm. We always talk about in this podcast, and, and I think we make a valid point of how we were so a lot of, well, when I say we, I'm saying majority. So I'll just say mm-hmm. not you, maybe not me, but just we as a people as a whole. Mm-hmm. Were um we bit the bait as far as them little by little letting us think we was getting somewhere mm. just to it's almost like a treadmill, you know what I'm saying? Just just to be running in place at some point. Because hey, perfect the, analogy. The plan is just like, okay, okay, you do you know what we'll say we'll disregard the school. Even though it took a long ass time, we'll do it, do it, do it. Mm-hmm. Cool. We'll, we'll we'll give you your water fountain. We can share mm-hmm. water fountains. You know what I'm saying? Cool. Um, even affirmative action is just crazy. That even even having to have that because you don't need that for white for white people. They don't need affirmative action. So the fact we even needed that, it's still Sis. saying you know like hey, y'all can get it, but that it's that bad that we have to tell y'all can get it. You know what I'm saying? Like, but so you think many, of all that stuff. But how many people celebrate? At those pirate victories, and that's that's my that's my that's my goal. Like we celebrated uh, small victories, and we 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 took those as we was getting somewhere. But we losing and got the complacent. battle. We losing the battle. It's like somebody. It's like a somebody. That, 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 you know, when you twenty and zero, but you really ain't fighting nobody. Yeah, you, you got twenty victories, cool. And and but then you can't. You Do know, you run up on Mike Tyson. The real fight. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it's like. <laughs> You know, and, and people do in boxing and do that. They take them little small fights, them little gimmies, and, and that's cool if you want to do that. But then mm-hmm. you get compl- don't get complacent. You know, you really did nothing yet. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what we did. We had got complacent with, and then it's the not even the, not even divide and conquer. But we talk about subliminal movies right now. I want mm-hmm. I guess we could just go into there. Yeah, oh, we got to. Because the reason why I like part of the, part of the thing. The reason why I like uh, sorry to bother you. I sorry had to, to speak bother. to Justin and I, where we work at. I spoke yeah. to Justin because he was like, I heard you seen a movie. Cause I was talking about somebody like, mm-hmm. yeah, he like. That shit was trash, Are right? Justin or did Justin? I was, I was, okay. yeah, you know, yeah. I was Justin. Um, he like it was trash. So I had to, I had to explain it to him like, yo, oh, he didn't like it. He didn't understand it because oh. everybody thinking it's a comedy. Uh, and when you talk about subliminal messages comedy, in movies, but not comedy, this was un- yeah. you have to unpack this. Even when I watched it, I had to, I had to point out stuff. I watched it three times. <laughs> I said, I just, cause, yeah, I was telling him, I said, yo, it's good if if you want if you want to watch it on the surface, it's still a good movie, but yeah. 
when you really break it down, I was at the point in my life where I'm at now, like especially dealing with working and mm-hmm. when you management and you and just certain you ain't supposed to be somewhere, you're not just you yeah. wondering like what's going on. Thinking of moving, it's like that's what they did anyway. Okay, uh we'll take we'll give like Thurgood Marshall, cool. Um uh Clarence Thompson cool. Like so yeah. you, you think you're getting somewhere like we got a black person in jail, Obama. Mm-hmm. You think you're getting somewhere by getting one person in. So now it's almost like they you, put them in place. so that those people can be like, yo. It, it, it's inspirational, cool. Now, when your grandma, when I was younger, you going president, you going president. Somebody get it, somebody did get it. He not fully black, cool. I ain't going, I ain't going to get into all that, but fine. I wouldn't be president. I know I couldn't be president. That, that doesn't, you know, him him <laughs> no. getting office then never yeah, made me think no. I could be president mm-hmm. because I know I'm fully black. Yeah, they ain't let me in. There's no They're way not possible. Um, they go get me on old tweets. I'm not, and then I'm not playing ball. <laughs> we gonna get into this later. I'm not tap dancing. We'll okay. talk about that later. Hey. I'm not doing that. No, I'm never doing that. I'm, yeah. just, I'm just good on that. But. I, when it comes to unity and just in, in, our, in our part, and that's why because, and there's no disrespect to women, they start they, they, they when they couldn't they get us against each other for one. Yeah. So when they do that. Okay, we want out of them three, they being real strong, and let's give him a big raise. Let's yeah. take him more. So now he can be trying to tell them like, no man, trust me, it's not it's not what we thought. Yeah, it's not what we thought. They they like us. It's good. Just work hard. But nobody you'll, 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 get, you'll get your money. Yeah. And sorry to bother <laughs> yeah. you. Remember how he was like, my success had nothing to do with you. Yeah. Had everything to do with you. Everything. Y'all was getting powerful in that in that little in office. Little group. You know what I'm saying? And they said, you know what? Bring them upstairs. Now what happens? They weak. Now you don't want to be in the group no more. Yeah, and like <laughs> in the next day, he ain't made no money yet. It's just 24 hours. Next thing you know, he dropped a Maserati. <laughs> it's like in the next scene, nigga had a, a Benz or whatever yeah, he had. Uh, you no, know, and it's like, yeah. But then you see how it divided his whole circle because he had a girl mm-hmm. who liked him for what he was, whatever. Um, he had friends, and he was just mm-hmm. isolated. But you. You take that into each group, it's always going to provide separation. No. So he separated from his friends, separated from his girl. And now, now for nothing, just because he was trying to tell them, like, no, it's not what we thought. Mm-hmm. It's, they they good people. Yeah. No, to you, because they, they, they suckered you. You They're know what I'm saying? good for you for right now. They brought you in. And then you get enough of those, and then now you got people like, look, that ain't my problem. Now you That's your inf- problem. But now you can influence the masses. And when you influence the masses, they influenced off of the ideas that you get for keeping your position. And it's gonna be two people. Because people that's gonna it's gonna be like, well, I could get like him, so I might as well just do what he tell me to do. Keep working mm-hmm. hard. They, they, I'll, I'll get to his level. Mm-hmm. And then you got people that's like, fuck that. You know what I'm saying? Like I want, I want, I want, I want, I want, I want, I want to rebel. I want a revolution. Um, I gotta unpack it a little bit with you too. Um, uh, um, uh, ghost, I can't think of his real name, man. Oh, uh, a ghost off, yeah, uh, heart, yeah, yeah, with the patch on his eye, yeah. In the movie, you notice he in the in the whole movie he didn't laugh, even though he was up there with him. He ain't laugh at none of their jokes ever. Yeah, yeah, I, I watched, he I did, watched him. Yeah, and he was the. You remember how he had the band on his mm-hmm. head? The band on his head, the scar that he got from getting hit with that can, it didn't come on his head until after he went up. It yeah. stayed on his head with the little blood spot on it until after he started telling people. Then the bandage came off and he just had a scar on his head. If you paid that any attention, yeah. I was watching. It's little subliminals like that. Then you had the uh, ghost still had the patch on his eye. The whole show he had the patch on his eye. He was scarred for life. Yeah, but you wonder he, he like, did back. he get that before? You know what I'm saying? He Make you wonder go. like, what kind of sacrifice you putting up? You know what I'm saying? What kind of sacrifice have you put up that you can't take back? That's 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 a, that's a good point. That's why he ain't had no eye. <laughs> Couldn't see. You don't need to see. You don't, hey, you don't man, need two eyes. <laughs> you just need, you just need one eye, man. It's deep, but uh, it's 
That movie was geared for us. That you, movie, just like, real out. quick, what was funny was when he asked for a raise, his, his voice was white the whole time. And he said, I need some money. And like it turned to a nigga voice hey, real quick. He's like, hey, man, I, I, need, I, need, I need a loan. I forgot, I forgot the word he used, but you know, yeah. he, he need a, you know, some money mm-hmm. at that point. But that was funny. Um, the movie is funny. You got to watch it like multiple times to get it. But what I'm just saying like- the people who watch it vision. and see it for the- for, see it as what it is on the surface. Yeah. Oh, it's just some crazy ass movie by a dude that could talk white, and then at the end it just went crazy and but start I turning think, into I think they marketed it wrong. No, but I'm saying, but the people there are people who watch it like that. You can't if that's all, and that's all you can see. You don't see what we talking about. This ain't even a conversation to the average. You, that movie might be a, uh, experational. Um, is that the right reason? No, experimental. Exploration. What the hell I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Exploration. That's the yeah. podcast. Now, but um, <laughs> it's an experimental, yeah. pro, uh, uh, social experiment. It could be where it's like, who will get what's going on? But there's a lot who of won't get what's going on. Well, in a way, you can say that, that the guy that the guy that actually produced it though, he he be on this. But you could tell that's a good movie to actually Just, gauge yeah. how you view life. Cause I, the second right. time I watched, I'm like, "Yo, nah, hey, it's this a is more it. To it." People, yeah. you can get you can get sidetracked by the donkey, the 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 the, yeah. um, the, the horse, the horse cocks and all that stuff. Cool, it was funny. Yeah, but it's so much more before that. That's the very end of the movie. It's mm-hmm. so much more before that that I just well, see when 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 that happened and he saw them horses, I was like, "Oh, he high." But then when I saw, "Oh no, they're really horses in the movie." I thought he was gonna wake up from a dream. That that made me replay the whole movie in my head, like, oh, it's been leading to this point. And the and the whole the whole shift, the whole plot shift to me was like, now 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 I gotta go back and look at the movie again because it was leading up right, to right. to this point of what is really going on out here. Horses kind of threw it off. I think that's the only way he probably got through the gate because uh, people who viewing it is like, oh, he's gonna make some crazy dust to dawn type shit. The vampires are just gonna complete switch and. People aren't really gonna get it. I think they bank, like you said, with the experiment. I think people yeah. are banking on the fact that people won't get it, and if people don't get it, then they, then they, then we are in the position that they want us in, because it's a lot of things. It's a lot of everything around us has been socially engineered in a way to where black people have to view themselves. What we talked almost about almost in a foggy mirror. Well, not even. A, well, you're right. You're right. But you, <laughs> I want to. I guess I want to. I want to. I want to know. That's why when you talk, we can lose mm-hmm. touch so quick, yeah, right? That's cool. And I want you want to talk about just how just black and masculinity and just mm-hmm. feminine. Um, we talked about reality TV. You said um, it's warping reality mm-hmm. to the point of black destruction. We talked about we not talk about off air, you know off yeah. air. You say you want to talk about um, gay alpha males, mm-hmm. how these images create Bro. confusion amongst young black males. So Please let's take let's go back to let's go back to <laughs> yeah. Cam Newton. Yeah, I want to be a quarterback. Mm. That's that's the that's the dream. All round receiver. That's the two mm. main all running back. Those are two main. Yeah, let's take all of those. Yeah, those are three main uh, positions that, in football that you want to play if you in sports. So let's take running back Tiki Barber with the mm. high heel shoes. Come you just on, Tiki. He's a he's a to me he's a he's a he's probably a Hall of Fame running back. He's a he's a he's a he's a great running back. You know what I'm saying? That's somebody yeah. you 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 uh you want your kid to watch just to be, to be great. He was a great running back. He was. And a brother, Rondé too. Uh, yeah, of course, of course. Yeah. Um, Cam Newton, mm-hmm. black quarterback, probably one of the best black quarterbacks we got right now. How he dressed? You look at that, just persona, the image. You know, but what it's saying? a very soft, light, 
I'm not saying that somebody's telling him to dress that way. He may dress that way, but it's a question in the air. Like, why do you dress that way? And it's a, it's a feminine air to it. And that feminine air is going to lead to different veins for different people. Because somewhere, I mean, the whole, I, I'm, not, I'm not a proponent of being, I'm not a proponent of gayness for a couple of reasons. Not so much of, you know, you duke shooting a nigga, whatever the fuck. That's not, I don't, give, I don't care what your personal life is. Yeah, I was kind of wild. I don't know what you said, but don't repeat it. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> I mean, the thing is, your personal life don't really matter to me. The thing that gets me about being gay is that you cannot procreate. If you make every black man gay and every black woman a lesbian, nigga, we, we, we done. And it ain't just a spread of disease. I'm talking about you cannot procreate. There is no more kids. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The book that I'm the, the other book that I got at the house, Behold a Pale Horse by um, William Cooper, talks about in the book how when AIDS first came out, they concocted this. They paid about twenty five the US government paid about twenty five million dollars for them to inject AIDS into a million black people and two thousand white homosexuals. Now this book, Behold the Pale Horses, by William Cooper, who was killed by the military, killed by the police because he was a, a high-ranking military official that started exposing everything. And he wrote the book. I'm sure they've edited it since then. But there's a lot that he says in the oh. book, a lot of newspaper clippings <clears throat> and stuff that he said that, hey, this is what happened. I mean, I did hear, I know that for a fact <laughs> that they did that with black people and syphilis. Hey, man. They injected us with syphilis as a... You know what it was? It was an oh, experiment. Yeah, the Tuskegee to experiment. See, yeah, that's no what it's called. Yeah. Yeah, Tuskegee experiment. So. Yeah, no doubt. And, and that, they, that age thing is not far fetched. Then they gave them. Then they said, "Well, look, come on, and we're gonna give you um, what they said. We're gonna give you a shot to make you feel better, or whatever." And it was just basically just watch, giving them the disease, and then watching them deteriorate. <laughs> now you said that right? Yeah, now, I know. We, we we just skipped it. Think about. Sorry to bother you. Hey, that's that cocaine. Remember when he sniffed that, co- yeah, that cocaine? That cocaine. What he thought was and cocaine. What he, he said afterwards, take this contract, take this money, and what happens is after three years of contract over, I'll, I'll give you the medicine to flip it back and you'll be back to normal. But then, yeah. But at, but at first, he was like, that this sound not, like this the, just cocaine, that sound man. like that, that sound like that experiment to me. Hey, man. So even that is subliminal. We just re- and we just unpacked that just now. Like we even think about that. <laughs> I didn't even put that into consideration to you. Just hopefully said. you watched it. If you if you if you if you ain't watched the movie, it. hopefully it make you want to watch um, the movie. Lakeith Stanford. I I think he's up and coming. I like him because I seen him now switch. He, he, I see he's very actor, versatile. Great actor. Great yeah, actor. he's real versatile. I see him played in a lot of different stuff. I'm watching his. I've been watching his career since since before Atlanta. Just watching him kind of grow and seeing him. Yeah, in different I, I don't remember he played it. I just I know I, I never seen nothing. Remember Snowden? Yeah, I did see that. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah, you're yeah, right, you're right. You're right. right. That's the first time I said yeah. yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. A couple right. other joints too, but he's he's pretty good. And uh, um, what's his name is too? I like him too. Um, um, Paperboy. Paperboy. <laughs> from Atlanta. Yeah, yeah. yeah Paperboy is all That's his right name too. now. That's his uh, name. Yeah, but I mean, he, I don't think he typecast though because I seen him play some other stuff and he's pretty good. I can't think of his name though. Paperboy. That's his <laughs> name, man. <laughs> That's it, plain and simple. Um, Okay, so, so another movie you said had some subliminal, um, The Incredibles 2. I was curious on that. What's Man, up with that? I, have you seen it? Nah. Watch with the kids, it's good. But. <laughs> but. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I can't I can't watch a movie without watching it objectively and seeing what kind of tricks the media, how they're socially engineering us slowly. Now, at a young age. Because you got two eyes. Man, I got three. Ah. <laughs> nah, but um, in this movie. There's a, um, the villain is named Screenslaver. <laughs> Screenslaver? Screenslaver. What Screenslaver does 
is uh, basically the plot of the movie. I'm just going to kind of ruin it for some of y'all. And and this is the whole subliminal messages I'm saying. If you see an Incredibles 1, you remember Mr. Incredible. Miss Incredible, the whole family. This time, Miss Incredible takes the lead role. Mr. Incredible is at home with the kids. Understand we're gearing up for a female president. You got the whole Me Too movement. All of this falls into play. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? This is what I'm saying about subliminal messaging. Even with the kids, females are taking roles. Not that a female shouldn't take a role, but you're pushing an agenda, and it's obvious. Now. I get it. I get you. You see what I'm saying? I follow. So, so now she, um, she's out here fighting crime, and this dude is like putting a camera on her. He puts a body cam on her. <laughs> and I'm telling nigga, I ain't making this up. He puts a body cam on her, and the body cam shows what she does when she's fighting crime. Because at this point, they've outlawed heroes. Y'all, they had to go on the ground. Ain't no more heroes. Heroes are criminals. Okay. So they put get her in the forefront, put a body cam on her, and through this body cam, the world gets to see what she's doing when she's fighting crime instead of just tearing up the city. Well, that body cam is connected to the whole world, and he puts this blue screen on there. You know how the blue screen is on your phone. It can hypnotize you. Okay. And the blue screen hypnotizes the people to make them believe that Miss Incredible is the best person in the world, and she's this and that. So when people seeing what she's thinking, she's showing her reality TV show of her fighting crime, it really is showing him hypnotizing people with this blue screen. And he got these blue glasses that he put on people's eyes, and after that, they hypnotize. So she goes on the show, and then they put on the blue screen, and the dude is asking some formulated questions. And she's like, dog, why you acting weird? Because she don't know what's going on. Then she, Somehow she realizes that, hey, ain't nobody seeing what I'm doing. They're just seeing this blue screen, and they hypnotize. So the point being that the blue screen which is on our phones. I cut the blue screen off of my phone. I told all my kids and my wife, cut the blue screen off. It messes with, they've already had sleep studies on it. It messes with your sleep. It causes depression. It makes you stay up at night. It, it can hypnotize you. It literally can hypnotize you in a way right. where you don't even go to sleep. But it's things like that right there that we're missing. How we how we not, how, we, we, most kids' science and math fail, science and math scores are failing in the inner city schools anyway, or the urban schools or whatever you want to call it. On the black side of town, we're not doing good in science and math. These little experiments that they talk about here and there on the news, they don't really elaborate on it, but if we ain't here to tell our kids about what's going on, then we are falling into the plan which they want us to do. That blue screen is different. It does hypnotize your kids. Why do you think they're so hooked on YouTube? And then they Im- imitate what they see. Or they want to act. Like the person, everybody wants to be a YouTube celebrity. If you're not on social media, Facebook or nothing like that, you're watching YouTube, and YouTube is a beast. Um, you make a good point because I was, <laughs> I don't know if it was a black men talk or something I went to. I don't know what it was, but mm-hmm. uh, we it was a mention of like it, it, it's, it's obviously something because you have kids like my daughter would do it. If you ever see us on, on live, she'll say, Hey guys. That way they say all YouTube videos start with, hey guys. My daughter hey does guys. it every time. Got him. Subscribe, just say, hey guys. comment below. And it's like, what they know about that? Man, my 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 daughter, she she has a YouTube channel with like 70 views. See? It's and like, that's what she said. Hey guys, I'm subscribe. She says the below. Same yeah, it's like hit the like button. And like, what the hell? She says that too. You know what I'm saying? And if you see it, I'm going to lie, she's saying that. And it's like, when somebody brought it up last week, I don't know where it was, but I seen something on TV. I just don't know, but I know I related to it. I was like, yo, what's crazy. brainwashing is that when they got our kids doing the same thing. Have you ever noticed that? When the, Let me tell you this with the middle schools. Did you ever notice? This is the experiment. When the kids started wearing little twisty dreads, all the kids started shaving their heads off and getting twisties up at the top. And then they wanted to dye it at the top. 
Mm-hmm. Then after that, everybody was doing that that little dance when you just shaking your hands in front of you. That's funny. You, 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 da- your, your, your dance is funny, but go ahead. You know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, I know. But your dance is funny as hell. <laughs> but if you watch the kids, they all do the same dances at the same time. And then they'll do it to no music like in the store. They'll just be in the store doing the... It's like, there ain't no music. I said that when I was mentoring back in Murphy with my sister. I said, man, y'all dance to no music. What's wrong with y'all? And the kids was joking with me. And they were like... All of them started dancing, doing the same dance at the same time with no music. Like they was on cue with it. Something triggers that. Those triggers. Those triggers are things that we need to look out for. If you ever well, seen the movie Manchurian Candidate or Get Out, when she hit the when she hit the spoon, yeah. oh, these lights and these phones, some about these cell phones and technology and computer screens, I, but and TV I, screens. Let me ask you, I gotta ask Tell you, this, man. I'm, I'm listening from a naked eye, listening yeah. right. Like. <laughs> What's wrong with this and the music? You, you really sound like you're really frustrated about how behind it. Like, no, I'm where's not, the music? What? Well, I'm not. I'm not frustrated they because they're dancing to no music. It could be in their mind. No, maybe. Well, no, no, no. I'm not mad because they're dancing to no music. I'm mad because they're all doing the same thing. Ah. And they're dancing to no music. So I don't know if y'all are hearing the same thing. If it's something that's triggering the same. I've been in the line at Walmart and seen two or three kids that don't know each other. That's not with each other. That's the popular dance, man. No, but I'm like, what? And then I'm the same thing. If it was 01, they'd be hauling shaking. You know what I'm saying? They were doing something. Like, if it was 90, they'd they do the walk. Right oh, they yeah, be doing yeah. it. They just do it. It's like, what, what's trick? What is it? Is it a light? Is it a picture? But I'm saying to, to not explore that option, to think that there's nothing that triggers this, is crazy because there's too many black kids doing it. So when you go into Chicago, you talk about all these kids shooting. Are you talking about the apathetic mentality of a lot of the younger generation nowadays? We can't no longer blame it on ain't no daddy in the house. We can't we can't keep doing it. We can do it, but it's gonna lead to our demise. It's something else at play too. Because I mean, there's some good moms out there that's done raised some good kids. There de- there needs to be a father in the house, but when there's not, then between TV and media, now it's raising our kids and they having the same problems in the different areas. Some problems are worse than others. Why needs to be a social experiment conducted by black folks? Because if white folks conduct it, they're gonna come up with a consensus, and they're not gonna give a fuck because it's going their way. We need to try to figure out what the fuck is going on with us. But okay, so <laughs> you, you said that it's a, it's a triggering, like it's, it's a, trigger. a triggering mechanism, man. Is that just that is that just is that just a recent or is that just all throughout history? Like something had to been triggering for this to happen. No, I asked that question in the 60s because. And 70s, man. Okay, cool. I'm glad you said it. So I asked that question because. What was triggering then that isn't triggering now as as it, as it pertains to black people being unified? I think of when the paradigm shifted. Because, see, when Rosa Parks said, I ain't getting on any goddamn buses, nigga, ain't nobody getting on the buses. Then the buses had to change their attitude. When the Black Panther said, look, we ain't dealing with no more police brutality and we come out there with them things, they had to, change, they had to re-strategize against a unified force. After that, that was the last major movement that you've seen. And something they figured out, we got them now. I don't know, you had disco come out, you had a little more cocaine in the, in the air, and then you had crack after that. Then you had mass incarceration after that. Then you had the separation of the black family after that. Now you got social media in place, shit, you don't need no daddy nigga. All you got to do is look at the screen. Screen slaver. That's the, I'm, I'm tying all this shit together, bro. I'm, I'm trying to tie it together because I see, I, I, I don't know what it is that I see. But whatever it is, I'm seeing something. So, so as you, let's 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 take let's take it. Yeah. Um, step it a step, step by step. Screen slaver. I get the I get the tie in at this point. 
So now I'm looking at it differently now from what you said. I didn't, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna lie, I wasn't following follow at first. Yeah. I'm like, okay, what the hell this movie's about? You, you, you wasn't selling me the movie. But, uh, yeah, yeah, but, I, I, yeah, I wasn't. I, yeah. yeah, I got you. I got you. But, but I want to ask questions, and yeah. maybe that them questions I'm asking you will mm-hmm. open up yeah. a viewpoint of something. Gotcha. Who would Screensliver be in today? Would that be Facebook? Would it's, that be Twitter? Would that be it. YouTube? It's would that every, be social media? Anything that you can look at on a flat screen or a cell phone. So it would, it, would it be Android or iPhone? Would that yes, be Screenslaver? Exactly. Look who runs it. Yeah, that's Screenslaver. Especially when you look into the psychology of a blue screen on your phone, and it's on your TV too. So you can get a you can get, and then you look at the rise in depression. Or uh, you look at the the, the rise in, in the uh, mental disorders of people, and a lot of, and then you look at the. Uh, the the, the um, studies that they've done on sleep deprivation. Hell, sleep deprivation is a fucking tactic of war, bro. It's a tactic of war. If you want to, waterboarding and sleep deprivation. You know what you do for sleep deprivation? You keep them up. You play loud music, earbuds. You flash lights on and off. Blue screen. You think they ain't got these kids hypnotized, bro? That's what they did. If you wanna you wanna mess somebody up, you flash the lights on and off. You pl- blast music loud enough, and after a while, they got it's, it's damn near like you. Like you're giving them the death of a million tiny cuts. It's torture. <laughs> it's torture. But if you're doing that to my kids on a regular basis and they don't see it happening, after a while, when you tell them to give up, just like when you're torturing the nigga and you tell them to give up, what do he do? All right, what you want to know, bro? Just, just let me out of this room. Ain't nobody asking to get out of the room because you're keeping them entertained. <laughs> what? A, okay, okay, so... Now I, I I get I get the subliminal and the incredible, mm-hmm. and I guess too I just tying it in. So apparently there's this woman fighting crime that is the it's the it's a shift in from mm-hmm. number one and two where the man was the one doing it now it's the woman doing it and the man is at home with the kids. Well, that what you telling me? No, what I'm saying is the the it's it's it's, it's um it's a multi layered thing. The woman being Miss Incredible being the forefront of this is a whole women's live movement going on. So women got to be in the forefront because. They want the general consensus of people in the United States to vote for a woman in but whatever. But I'm saying in the movie though, is that that's is, no. is, is it all women or just her? No, it's 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 her that's the main character. But she but now she's the one in the forefront, not the not not the father. No, the father's at home with the kids. With the kids, she's out there doing everything. She's out there doing the crime fight. Supermom. Yeah. Okay. She's the head of the household, like the one of female president. They supposed to be watching what she's doing. The camera, po- that the, the world watches to. her. Yeah, the world's supposed to be watching. Okay, her. they changed the camera and put on the blue screen. Mm-hmm. Okay, so would the world be like society in this, in in, mm-hmm. in, in, in mm-hmm. real life? Mm-hmm. So society in real life, your mom she do all this stuff down mm-hmm. third, but as a kid or whatever, you stuck in your phone. Yeah, you on YouTube. Yeah, you on Netflix. You on, the you blue, on, screen. Screen you on the blue screen. Screen slave all day. Yeah, got you. But you should be watching your mom. Or you could be watching your mom. You could be, you could be looking at the world. But you know the one thing that I didn't see in that movie was that the kids wasn't paying her no attention. The whole world was. The kids was at home with dad chilling. I don't know how to tie that one in, but <clears throat> no, how you tie sure that shit? Dad's in the picture for one. You got a full family. For two, the kids wasn't paying attention to whatever the rest of the world was paying attention. Apparently, they're superheroes. So you got the dad there watching the kids. The kids watching each other. Nobody's paying attention to what mom is doing. Are they not even watching the TV? Because they didn't get hypnotized until after till the end of the movie. When the when the rest of it was like, oh, what happened? Hey, we gotta go help mom. And then all the kids ran and then they was all getting hit with the blue screen shit. But before then, 
Yeah, the world was watching the blue screen and y'all went and watching so, it. So when they tried to help mom, they started getting hit with the Facebook, the YouTube, the hey guys, well, like this video, subscribe, it, all that, of that stuff. That would be the, it was the blue screen or the screen slaver. Basically, it was just a blue screen just on his eyes. head, like a blue set of goggles. They would, that was his weapon. I put the blue goggles on. So you, as boom, they tried to pay attention, social media got a hold of them. As they paid attention, ah, I got you. They I, I, attention I, I, to I, I, what their mother to, was doing, yeah, was and they saw their mom in danger. You. So when it mattered the most, mm-hmm. social media got in the way, or tried to get in the way. Well, that was a tactic. Social media was it ended up being the villain. Got you. Screen got you. slaver was his weapon was the screen. Okay. And now, okay, through the screen, it. you became a slave. So <laughs> what about? And I, I know you got your own quarrel with reality TV. So. Mm. And I we got, you know, reality TV and warping reality to a um, point of black destruction. All right. How many black women? Now, I know how you mm-hmm. feel about women on mm-hmm. reality TV. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, if you can't start off, I want you to start with, with men, maybe, if, if that's if that's a possibility for you. Um, I know how you feel about women already. I, I, you kind of said on this one a few times, not, how they act. When, I mean, the women are on the forefront to me of reality TV. The men are like uh, co co actors or co you know they supporting they actors supporting actors. Even though I mean the, it's called uh, uh, Real Basketball Wives of Atlanta, but y'all married to men that's not even on the show. A <laughs> real hip hop wives of Atlanta, and you got the hip hop artists in there, but them niggas in it for the money. I, I mean, I feel. I mean, I, I'm, I'm, except for a few of them, I saw Ti do a show, Luke do a show, and I saw somebody else do a show, which was like, all right, y'all really just trying to do some family shit, but it's exploiting. It's exploiting to the point where women, or young girls, now uh, imitate what they see. So you mean to tell me you got the highest, the highest rung of black society? These are women that are supposed to be millionaires. They're on TV, so they've reached a certain uh, status level. Regardless of what it is, I mean they ain't, they ain't, they ain't pushing no Toyotas in the yard. You know what I'm saying? And they, they Bentleys and Rolls Royces and all this other good stuff. They living the best life. But even at that point, y'all in high class restaurants throwing drinks in people's faces, making snap, the calling you know calling each other's bitches and shit. What does that give to the to the to the? You got a lot of parents out there whose kids are just gonna see this shit just because they there. Mama want to see it; she can't help but to watch it. They imitating these women, and this is supposed to be the, this is supposed to be the upper echelon of black society. Well, you know, it's funny as you say the kids are watching, mama want to watch it, but it's really the other way around. A lot, the mama's watching it, kids watching because mama watching it. No, that's what I'm saying. Kids watching because um, mama's watching it. That's what I'm saying. But that's you, exactly but what I'm saying. I, I do get your point, but but the act with how they portray a lot of things on 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 the show. Mm-hmm. Because you have it where they do have conversations, they meet up, you know. And whereas you could have it maybe where they meet up at the, at the table and, and talk it out like grown adults. Had them fight, throw drinks on each other, spit, whatever it can be, right? So when that young girl goes to school and it's a problem, an issue with somebody, and you at lunch, you know what I'm saying? You got milk. Well, this person did it. I'm just, you know, like, it's like, it's, it becomes a thing. Or let, me, let me imitate that. But it's propaganda. And propaganda is a, is a whole machine in itself. In order to, in order to get people to to respond to uh, anything a certain type of way, you have to you have to push an agenda, a propaganda agenda. You have to. I mean, and it's, I mean, it's almost, uh, especially with the invent of, of social media and, and the internet, you can push any agenda you want to right now. Right, right, It'd rather right, be right. a gay agenda, rather be a feminine agenda, rather be look at these dumbass niggas agenda. Look what they doing. Niggas buy Jordans all year, but in the one day that they throw a fit and 
break down doors and do all this crazy shit, nigga. Yeah, you got niggas all on TV. <laughs> I mean, I mean, well, I mean, <laughs> while, while while we while we while we on the topic of just subliminal and stuff like that, right? I do wanna I wanna play something, and I want you to tell me what you think of it. Mm-hmm. And this was a, a song from like 06, 05. Mm-hmm. So we, I'm gonna play that, and then we'll get back to it because we got like a little bit of time. So I wanna play uh-huh, that. Yeah, go ahead. It's old too. It's old. But you notice this. Papoose don't have no major deal. Never have. Nope. One of the most underrated rappers. Um. Yeah, that's the same track off of. Um, I don't know what song it's on. Meet Mill. Championship. So I'm good at here. I got a good ear. Alright, so, and uh, you, heard the, you heard the verse. Mm. I said that because that's what I thought about mm-hmm. when you said you went to my subliminals. And this was, this this go back to context because, like, and what, he's, what he's talking about is Kiltuka Williams. They had uh, the movie. King, King Kong, Williams where they killed a black ape. Yeah, man. They killed uh, Tukey Woods out in California State. He said, uh, am I jumping to conclusions or is the fact proven that they use movies that imitate what they're doing? Hey. I mean, this, that, 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 that type, man, what? And that's 05, 06. You know yeah, what I'm saying? That's, that's an old song. Talk, though. So. But what he's saying is that never gets played and it don't get played on radio. And my thing is, how do you have all these black DJs who don't play this, even in, the, even in your mix at night? Play this, play, play this because there's gonna be a lot of people who hear it. It's 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 our dog whistle, our proverbial dog whistle. You can put stuff in hip hop, and I, I honestly believe I'm, I, I can't prove this, but I honestly believe that in a lot of uh, record labels, they say, "Hey, look, you have to say nigga so many times, you have to reference pill so many times, you have to talk about sipping so many you times." Think, you think that uh, in the meeting they say, "Hey, rap for me." And then somebody to say, oh, nigga, uh, I, I nigga shit, say, nigga shit, nigga, nigga, nigga shit. <laughs> Straight up, bro. That's what I want to hear. <laughs> you want this record deal? Let me get some. That's nigga wild. Shit. That's, that's that's just a that's wild. That's wild, man. I mean, but how many how many how many record labels do you think really be on that? Cause, I mean, I seen them get a nigga on a on a make them dance. It's like you and a whole bunch of white folks. And uh, you know, white folks get offended when you say white folks, but I'm like, I don't actually seen a room full of white folks tell a nigga to rap and then judge is this something that we want to put out in the, in the goddamn. Imagine that, right? Like, imagine that. That's like me. That's like me saying A Q and bring all of my niggas from the hood and like, oh, yo, tell us what sing for us. Hey, let's see if this is something we want. We, we we can put out there. And, wow, wow, how hey, we know? <laughs> how the fuck can, we can, know? Can you even imagine that? Yeah, it's like let me hear this good country song since you such a good yeah, country. Hey, go bust a sing for us, bust a sing. Man. Yeah, bust a sing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect example. How do you do that? But how do we let it happen to us? I mean, how, how would we judge that? We don't, that's not our culture. Like, we, I can't tell and you what's that. Now let's know? just say, now. I'm glad you said that. So if it was Taylor Swift, and let's just say the Rose River, ever seen White Man's Burden, the movie? No. Nah. With um, this is this is a movie that somebody need to remake. White Man's Burden with um John Travolta and um Sidney Poitier. I don't watch any Pony movies. I'm, I, I don't, no? I'm not a big Sydney Poitier fan. Watch White Man's Burden. <laughs> if you ain't never seen the White, White Man's Work, White Man's Burden. Oh, Burden. Okay. The movie is. I got it at the house. I'll give it to you DVD. But it's um, 
basically the roles are reversed. So all the white people stay in the hood. All the black people own major corporations and they do big things. Yeah, it got to be remade. I could tell it's one of the movies. Oh, it got to be, but, but I'm pretty nobody's sure the message is still there. The yeah. message oh, is still it there. would be there. But it, nobody's ever tried to remake it. As a matter of fact, when the movie came out, nobody ever pushed it. And if you ain't, it's John, that John Travolta at the peak of his career. You mean tell me y'all not pushing this movie in theaters? And they did. But a movie like that right there, the roles are reversed. So if the roles were reversed with Taylor Swift, how would you market, how would you determine who you wanted to market her to and how much would you dictate what she says, especially if you're in power? You can't have her saying, hey, white man, we need to get her guns and kill all the niggas because they ain't having that. that, that. Why, I mean, why, why couldn't I, though? No, you could. But you <laughs> no, but you don't want her to do yeah, that. Yeah. You definitely don't want her to do that. So it's like, no, no you might, you, you're a powerful figure. You can't empower the masses, especially if we're in power. It sounds fucked up what I said. But what I'm saying, it sounds fucked up what they do. Yeah. I mean, it is fucked up what they do. And what they do is take our rappers and say, oh, yeah, you talking about drugs? <laughs> oh, nigga, we can work with it. We can okay, work with so him because you're creating a drug a, culture now. A good point you just brought up now. Yeah. Now I'm seeing what you're saying when you're asking the question. The music they kind of want us to make is, is always detrimental to our community anyway. Because it's part of the So plan. I would have to market her thinking about what would be detrimental to the white community. Yeah. But I don't know, like, see, but the no, thing we is, don't think we, that way. yeah, we like, like, we like that music, though. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like that, <laughs> that's the music we like. <laughs> we like that music. Uh, they might not like that if I say, hey, uh, no, but you would know, you? I mean, don't would, get a 401k. Uh, you know, but they wouldn't be killing white folks if that was the, if it was the, that way. Do you think that they would be making music about killing other white folks, or do you think that they would be making music about how to come up out of this black oppression? See, we in the oh, white, white oppression. oppression. I mean, I, okay, I'm no. Now, I could talk about killing niggas all day, but let me say killer cracker. Now I'm black identity extremist. But I kill a nigga, though. It ain't, there ain't no problem. There ain't no. Why, why can't I be a... Uh, what you call a nigga who kill other niggas other than a, a murderer? You know what I'm saying? I mean, I get... I get that, that no, makes, what that you makes... call a, a nigga that kill a white person? Oh, automatically, he's a black identity extremist. But if you have a white person that kills a black person, he had mental issues. Yeah, he's something wrong with him, man. Yeah. Dad left. I mean... Just for a day. <laughs> Dad left for Outside a day. Outside of Jeffrey Dahmer, who, who was eating niggas, hey, ain't nothing. Yo, ironic. I watched that whole thing last night. Like Somebody shared it, and I watched it last night. I think it was Delvin. <laughs> Oh, you he ain't know about it. Jeffrey Dahmer? I've been knew about it. But oh, why? Yeah, I just watched, watched it again. Yeah, I'm like, yo, like, how calm he was. Just like, yeah. How many black he people? He said the first one wasn't supposed to happen, but like, what? Wait, what? You just just randomly just change your mind mid, 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 mid date. And he killed I'm a, a kill lot him. of black people. Yeah. They <laughs> only, he only copped, I think copped out at 17, though, but I don't know how many was, you know, in, in total, but. Yeah. A lot. <laughs> I'm sure that, and he was eating them and all this other crazy shit. Yeah. I, you know, if, nah, I don't want to get into it, but yeah. that, was, that was gay. I'm not, oh, no, I'm not saying that. I'm not I mean, saying no, that. He was fucking niggas up, in all, but these niggas was doing the wrong thing too. Y'all niggas up here fucking this crazy ass white dude are letting them screw you and get you drugged up and then next yeah. thing you know your head is yeah. in the freezer. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. I don't think we had no black people do that just yet. Uh, yeah. But we're the ones on TV labeled as cannibals. If you see uh, any of these TVs, uh, uh, any of these movies that they have, like uh, where white folks went into the jungle, then they ran into a tribe of people. It was another movie, kind of like the Sentinel Lee shit. Yeah. But they was boiling them niggas and eating them and had them in cages. They was killing all of them. But it was darker skinned people. They was down in South America somewhere and they ran into some. But it's, when I say darker, if you ever notice in movies, and this is the thing, even like with The Lion King, 
Scar and Simba. Uh, Scar and Mustafa. His brothers. Mufasa. 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 Mustafa. Mustafa. You just making your own names up, bro. Remember that was Moose something, nigga. You got a friend with Mustafa. You just start thinking about his ass. Like, ah, Mustafa, his dark Mufasa. ass. <laughs> Mufasa and, and um, Scar was brothers. If you look at the images of Disney, Muf, Muf, uh, Mufasa was a, he was a light skinned lion. Yeah. <laughs> really light, lighter. Scar was a darker skinned lion. They start this shit. On a on a on a low level, think about every think about every cartoon movie or Pixar movie or Disney movie that you've seen, and think about the villains in those movies when they have villains. Um, the Nut Job, you ever seen the Nut Job? Mm-mm. The Nut Job is about um, I, I can't remember what the animal was. I want to say it was a raccoon or something. But the squirrels had to get like uh, all the nuts together, and it was like we got to get nuts for the winter because we're not gonna have none. But then you had this, I think it was a raccoon or something. He was like staying in the tree and he had all the little animals work for him. Like, man, we're going to put all the nuts in our tree. So they can't find no nuts in this park. And then when they need food, they're going to come to us. Ah, they don't come you, to us then. They're going to die. Uh, yeah, they're going to die. So they have to come for us. But the one squirrel that was a criminal, but there was the hero in the movie, but he was a criminal. Worked by himself. He was always stealing nuts from here and there, breaking in little shops. He was a darker squirrel than the other squirrels. <laughs> I'm saying it sends a subliminal message that if you're darker, then you're more prone to do these things. Have you ever seen um, Zootopia? Nah, I heard the movie though. I never, I never Zootopia. watched it. Though. Now, in Zootopia, I think it was a rabbit <laughs> around a bunch of carnivores. Now, the rabbit was white. They tried to put a spin on it. White rabbit around all these carnivores. All the carnivores do is eat meat. So the carnivores had to, the rabbit had to go around lions and. Tigers and bears, shit that would eat the 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 the, the rabbit regularly, mm-hmm. but they were like, oh, well, we're not gonna eat you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But you know, you can hang out. But the, everybody treated her different because she was a rabbit. They tried to put a spin on it by making it a little white rabbit. I think it was a white rabbit. But the the, the thing is, is, there's always a there's always a separation <clears throat> because of an, an, an because you're oppressed for one reason or another, or because you're from a weaker. Not a weaker race, that ain't what I want to use. You, because you're from a weaker, weaker social class. Mm-hmm. Those images start in elementary what school, about, um, all the way up. What about uh, Little Red Riding Hood? Would that be so? Would that be one? Or that's kind of like Little Red is, is Riding that a reach? Three Bears. I can't really. I can't. Think, I mean, if I, I, I could probably decide. A white girl and then a wolf. No, Little Red Riding. I'm talking about um, Three Bears. Yeah, Three Pigs. You're talking pigs. about Little Red Riding Hood. I'm talking about Little Red Riding Hood. You're talking story, about man. the Three Pigs. I'm talking about Three pigs. Bears. Three Bears. What, which one was Little Red Riding Hood? She the one that went and got the porridge? Yeah, and then the wolf. She told her grandma, but was a wolf in there? Nah, you tripping. Nah, nah, nigga, you tripping. I'm, I don't know. I, th- <laughs> <laughs> I think you've been drinking too much of that Coke. No, nah, man. man. I'm saying, you say Little Red Riding Hood. I'm thinking um, Goldilocks. Yeah, I'm not talking bears. about that. Okay, yeah. nah. I'm, yeah, I know what you're yeah, talking about. Yeah, okay, I, I don't know what you're talking about. The Little Red Riding Hood, I forgot that story. You never heard of that before? No, nah, I heard of it, but I just forgot yeah, that I mean, story. I mean, she wanted to go to her grandma's house, man. And it was a wolf in there, you know what I'm saying? Black wolf. I forgot the story. It, long story short, it's the black wolf. It scared the fuck out of the white girl. Was it a black wolf? I mean, ain't, ain't another wolf. I, I don't know. Why. I never, <laughs> I never seen another wolf. I've never seen a white wolf. I never have. Not even on Twilight. If you think about some of those stories, you probably can tie it into some kind of form of racism. I'm sure I could, but nah, I ain't never, I ain't never put no thought to the fairy tales like um, Jack and the Beanstalk, Snow White, <laughs> Snow White. Well, I mean, other than the fact that she was white, she had a whole bunch of little niggas running around her 
trying to figure that out. Kardashians, no big deal. Yeah, Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah we'd be. Yeah, hey. I mean, it's a few that you can put out there. Man, look, man, need, man, need look into that the fairy tale one. Those might be the ones. Uh, those might, those be, might the be, ones. be the ones. Yeah, I'm gonna check it out. We got to. <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty sure there's something on YouTube or Google that that somebody done broke it down and stuff too. Oh, you yeah. know what I'm saying? So yeah, I, I got my own little system of breaking things down. I see shit totally different sometimes. I was I'm still writing a book called How Do You Not See This, and the book is about just how far sh- are you into this book. I've been writing it for about shit for almost six years, man. <laughs> so this is, I think I think you just you just made a segment on the show. So now what we'll do is every week mm-hmm. you have a segment like a little minute, like a minute, maybe minute thirty seconds mm-hmm. of how do you not see this? So something you may, oh, maybe you seen. I got the house. I can pull it in here. And read no, I'm talking about. I, I want you to do it based on like we do our current event ones. Like mm-hmm. you know, I mean, this is a special podcast. We just we just talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. When you do it, just just kind of do that if you can. Like, oh, no, I will. But I got yeah. It might motivate motivate me to keep on writing. Oh, if you want to do a whole episode on how you how do you not how do you not see this? Well, we that's do that. kind of what this that's this is what the book is about. This is like this is like a this is like a brainstorming of that. This is a brainstorming. Well, of let me give you another example. <clears throat> I stayed in a place called Melbourne, Florida. Melbourne, Palm Bay, Florida. Down in Palm Bay, I don't know what the ratio might be, but every black dude that I knew had a white girlfriend. I might have been the only black power couple around there. Um, my mother-in-law came down for Christmas. She wanted some slit smart liquor. Now me, I know slit smart liquor bull. They only really sell it in the hood. They don't really sell it nowhere else. So I'm down here, and she like, "Well, buy me a slit smart." Now in Melbourne, Florida, there's one spot off of University Boulevard, ironically, um, that all the black people stay. All the black people stay. I mean, if you go down to University Boulevard, it's, it's apartment. Apartments, niggas get shot down there. There's a couple of black churches. The church that I did go to uh, was down in that area. It was fine with me. It didn't bother me, but that's why all the black people stay on University Boulevard. Right, right. So I'm I'm riding around. She's like, I want a six-pack of Slip Smart. I'm like, cool. I go to all these stores in the area that I stay in and the area close to where I stay in. Ain't no Slip Smart. I'm like, damn, don't nobody sell this shit? So I'm like, fuck it. I'm just going to ride down here to the hood because I know they got it down there. Y'all get down there in the hood. Not only do they got slit smart liquor bull, they got Cisco, Night Train, all this other bullshit that niggas don't need to be drinking. They got pork skins in a goddamn big ass container. They selling fat back and everything else. Shit that's guaranteed to kill a nigga and make him go crazy. But I couldn't find this nowhere else. But only in the black area is where I could find uh-huh. all this stuff. It just, it sent the message. That, that's one of the things I had in my book. But I'm like, do we. How do we not see that they setting us up for failure? Because you're going to die from high blood pressure or either you'll do something stupid because you're drinking too much Cisco and you're going to fuck up. Then when they lock you up, you end up getting locked up for spending license <laughs> or some bullshit like that. You know what I'm saying? Then they get you for six months, you violate your probation, you're back for six years. Now you're in the system. Now you, I mean, now, 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 now they're now they making money off of you because prisons are private. And if they ain't got but so many goddamn... That's the, they ain't got but so many um, inmates. Then they can't. You know the state can get sued for not having inmates on well, a private prison. Um, and you listen to the podcast that I put out. I put out tomorrow too. Mm-hmm. You hear it. Um, well, I, I want well, first. I want to say the thing you talking about. Um, far as like, uh, <coughs> not, and not being in the where you was driving at, but then you seen in the hood. Mm-hmm. That's just economics. And I hate to say it though. That's just it's 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 it's, it's, it's a specific it's term. It's not just economics. It's economics with a purpose. We yeah. need these people to get locked up for doing dumb shit. We're gonna sell them, or we need them to die or get sick. 
And yeah, we and, sick. And, we're gonna put the the dope right here. I'll put the the Cisco right here, but we're gonna put the CVS right there. And that's what I'm. But what I'm saying is like it's economic because if you do put that, if you do put that in, the, in that, say you put it in the right area, mm-hmm. it, it, it's probably not gonna sell there. No, nah, but and it's so, but so cause, because they may maybe they know that you know whatever the case may be. But it might not sell there, right? But they know that. Even, let's say cheap liquor. I, I see what you're, you're saying. I there. know what they know. What I'm saying is, why don't we know that this poison that they putting in the hood? That's what I'm saying. This thing. I mean, that it's almost like we talk about. See. It's almost like we say with um with, with teaching your kids like some things you gotta know. You know what I'm saying? Like you gotta go and find on your own. Like how you like like you. You know that now, right? Mm-hmm. So you know what you're not gonna buy, what you're gonna buy. When you see stuff, you like, yo, that's crazy. They had this here. Like even let's like with Spring Road, no, they got the liquor store, mm-hmm. but then you got the school right there. Mm-hmm. That wouldn't happen to Evans. No, it's but let's talk happen. about the opioid crisis and how they provide all of that. They provide all kinds of. You got these white boys out here dialing out off of fentanyl and opioids, and they setting up community centers for them just to go in and and, and rejuvenate themselves or fix themselves. Nigga, it wasn't nothing like that for us, and for us to not see it in no other way is that the fact that the fact that you know that uh, the crack cocaine or even the, that that the cheap ass wino liquor was was a problem in the hood. If you was really on some hey on some American shit, how about we just take that? If if we don't have enough sense to want it out of our hood, which I seen, it's plenty of niggas that been like, hey man, stop selling this shit. I mean, I mean, niggas niggas got liquor, but some of this shit right here don't need to be in the hood because uh, Cisco is like liquid. Cocaine, nigga. That shit is. Well, so let me ask you, because uh, I and this is I and I, I like I like this like when we have debates like this because mm-hmm. like how I'm looking at it like okay so you got the the liquor that somebody say they want to sell in the hood mm-hmm. but like I don't see I don't I don't always see people step to like drug dealers and say hey we can't sell this in the neighborhood we can't sell you this. don't see it because they don't show it well and I, okay so and then there's repercussions for that. Well, I guess, and I guess for me, like I just have, I, I've seen drug dealers just, just only time they got, they stopped them when they was in jail. They never stopped, like when they came home, or you know, what I'm saying they came the, home, they do it. So I only said to say, like, I get the, I get the point you're making, but like, uh, uh, is everybody being held accountable to them same standards? No, but I mean, well, let's just let's just put it in the black community. Let's just frame it like that. Nigga, there's good guys out here that need to be. If you really don't want drugs in the hood, then you co- you form a coalition of niggas who don't want drugs in the hood. And instead of you being scared of the drug dealers, not a drug dealer scared of you. That means if you're gonna sell drugs in the hood, you ain't gotta worry about the police, nigga. You ain't no, gotta worry no, about the police. No. You gotta worry about me coming through because I'm gonna lay you down. Because if my kids get hooked on the shit that you selling, nigga, I'm telling you, I'm gonna be pissed off. No. But with, until that mentality resonates in the older cats or the other community at large, because like. Uh, like, would I be scared to face a drug dealer? Most niggas would be like, yeah, because I know them niggas will shoot me. Trust me, that's the reason I'll kill you first, bro. Well, well okay, <laughs> now, now I understand that. What I was trying to, when, I, when I'm comparing it to what you were saying about the liquor, like, say they selling it in the hood, but then when you was driving another area, you didn't see it there, right? Like, mm-hmm. I might see such and such, wherever, another, another, let's say I have a neighborhood around here, like one of the, let's say, let's say South Side. Let's just you. say that. I I'm not going to see them in Evans, though. Also, so like, should I should I should I have you that same energy towards yeah. them? Mm-hmm. Saying like, why. yo, y'all don't sell it everywhere. Y'all selling here for. Let me so, tell you why. How many um Indians and Asians do you see? Red dot Indians and Asians do you see in Evans? I I, mean, I don't know where niggas live at. No, but no, I'm saying when I say see them Evans, how many stores do you see that they own? They might own a few Chinese restaurants, nigga. You can sell me food, but you ain't selling me my gas. You ain't selling me my my, my liquor and shit. You might feel, you might see a couple of Chinese folks on liquor store here and there. But you go out to Evans, it's probably an old white dude who own a liquor store. 
It's probably on. It's probably some some um, white dudes that own the the gas stations. Well, I, don't, I don't see commercial ones. I don't. I don't think I see. That. I see. I see. You like see no AM, PM, and goddamn. Yeah, I mean, Evans. like I only see like Shell, BP, okay. like commercial ones. Exxon. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. You'll see. Yeah, I see. It's, it's, they got no, one out there. Yeah. Where's the AM, PM, and Evans? I don't think they have. Where's one. the yeah, go get it in Evans? To me, that's 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 that's, that's also see, socioeconomics but, to me. No, it is, but. Like as 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 a person that's starting a business, say that's not you. I know you. Yeah, I know you yeah, would do yeah, it, but yeah. let's say you. Cause you had you had beef with A and P and stuff. I don't. I don't forget that. I, I, but I'm saying I, I got I got more of a beef with the community for not putting them niggas out. Just you meant to tell me you can't find one reputable back man in the in the in the whole fucking south side of Augusta that can run a gas station that you would buy gas from. And I say it like that because niggas be like, I can't trust that nigga. That nigga gas price is too high. Why? Cause it's ten cent more, nigga. Whatever. Well, it might it might be. I don't know. Ten, Trust might me, be more the government regulates how much you can charge. But also, that like that to me, it just go back to what you're saying about the black people. Like it's just not unified there, and and we have issues. We 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 have discussions about, and we need to have a, a black uh, business owner on him. Maybe somebody you know and get mm-hmm. him on. And we can talk about it as a whole podcast. Yeah. But we have discussions about. Um. Like supporting black businesses, do you know? Like, not do you know? You know, mm-hmm. um, you know. So the Black Panther Party when they came, mm-hmm. they didn't have, they didn't have that discussion. It was, it was a known fact. Yo, Daryl owned this. This is we, this we buying that from. It wasn't. There's never been a discussion back then. Like, it's been socially. Hey, why, why are you not supporting me? It's been socially engineered. Why do you think that there's a dollar store, Dollar General, Family Dollar going up on every every two or three miles in the black community? Uh, I want to just say this: where, where, where we at right now? They making one on the right same street. I know. And do you think this is? Do you think this is by? Do you think you know this is all economics? You know, or you, you know think it's social economics? It's probably somebody. In, I, I ain't been out here in a long time, so I'm not I'm not familiar with what's going mm-hmm. on outside. But every time I lived out here or lived in the neighborhood, you got you got the candy man, the, you know, mm-hmm. the, 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 the neighborhood man, the, the, hood the, store. Uh, the, the, the icy cup man, yeah. I don't the, yeah. But you know, the cops are trying to shut that down, you know what oh, I'm saying? They do. But it's like, hey, let's put the Dollar General here, man. Now that, now that man business going out of you know what I'm saying? His little side hustle going out of business though. So just also somebody just picked I picked up on it. No, just, but I mean it's like do you they draining they the one thing that I can say about white folks is that they think one hundred to 200 years ahead of time. We think for the now. That's the sad part. But now, I, Nigga I, make a decision on Kevin Hart. To me, it seemed like black people would be unified and saying, hey, ain't no niggas going to got down. Because I was, I don't never watch, I never watched the Oscars and I'm 41 years old, bro. But since Kevin Hart was hosting it, I was like, I'm going to check it out and see what the nigga, because I know he's going to be clowning. Then when he got off of it, I'm like, eh, you know, I hate the way he got off of it and the way it happened. But nigga, I'm not watching it now. Well, let's shit. get into that. I'd rather end with something like that. I want to end light. <laughs> let's get into that, right? Yeah. Um, and we can unpack it. We can talk. We could be. I'm. I'm. I'm I, mm-hmm. I, I, we are hour I want to do an hour thirty today. Cool. So, um, <laughs> the Kevin Hart thing. For one, I I think one thing that um be has been discussed is the fact that Chris Rock hosted it two years ago, a year ago, something like Did that. I'm mistaken. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And I, you yeah, know what? Damn I, good I job. watched it. Damn good job. I watched it. That was the year they posted Book, That's the boycott. last time I watched it. They posted it. a boycott day. You remember? Because uh, Jada Pinkwood, Matt Will Smith didn't get, didn't get the nominations. I think remember I didn't watch that one. I, was, I watched some of it. I didn't watch the whole thing. I never watched the whole thing. I think I did really watch it. Yeah, I like Chris Rock. I, I, now, I, now, I'm, I'm more upset now, now I think about it, that I didn't get to see how how less funnier Kevin Hart would have been than Chris Rock. Just me personally. 
<laughs> he said that's funnier. And I, I like him. You I'm just saying, right? Because the tech dancer, Chris Rock is is definitely. Rock. You go in. Like it's just not, and, and pe- people. He, he, he says jokes that get booze from the crowd. And yeah, that's the, that's but a, it's that's, like that's, that's, that's energy to like me. Him, you know what I'm <laughs> yeah. saying? He tie in shit. Like, it's it, energy to me. Everything <laughs> is like it's like everything is like he's like, he's like a god of of of, of comedy. Uh, not the god, but a god. He's, he he's has that. Uh, he's um him, Dave Chappelle, him George Carlin. You remember? Jo- you ever listen to George Carlin? Nah, uh. Uh-uh. <laughs> George Carlin, the white guy. Nah, I never heard of him. I mean, I never listened to him. YouTube, some of George Carlin. I'm gonna look it up now. Definitely. In that same realm of, uh, uh I heard Chappelle him when I bring them to up though. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so I, I didn't bring that up. Mm-hmm. So that part, I'm a little upset about. Yeah. Um. But yeah, like like we like me and you said like you know when you tap dance and that's what happens sometimes they just want they just chose to stop the music. No, they couldn't okay. control them. So. Let me let me bring it back. Let me bring it back one more time. And I know I'm gonna piss any gay listeners off. Don't worry about it. I don't hate you. It's okay. But I'm just gonna talk to you real. The nigga, the gay community is doing work for white supremacy. And it don't matter if you're white. I heard Don Lemon the other day come on there and say, Hey, Kevin, give me a call. You can be an ally. And my thing is, nigga, how is you gonna ask him to be a gay a, a ally to the gay community and you ain't even asking nobody to be an ally to the black community? <laughs> I don't understand that. And you, this is Don Lemon, the, the guy who gets fucked by a white guy on the regular. You know, because he's married. Yeah, but I was gonna, say, I was gonna say people was like him. I, I never, I never bit the bait on him. Like I know he got you no. Know, I he, never have, but I'm like when he said that little shit the other day, he got a pass, and I see now he got a pass because he's, <laughs> yeah, he's married to a white guy. You know what I'm saying? It's like, so you get you get a pass for that, and 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 what they they fired Mark Lamont Hill for saying, "Hey, Palestine, y'all need to fight back." Yeah, not white, not black, Palestinians. I need to fight back, and then he gets fired from CNN as a contributor. So, damn, what does that say about the? the I mean, with me and you said it before. The gay community is strong as fuck. How are they that strong? Because nigga, I mean, I guess they're getting muscles by recruiting these NBA and NFL niggas. But I don't. They strong <laughs> I don't know. Too, I mean, man. I ain't trying to go against the gay community, but I mean, I don't agree. Well, with gay that don't shit, have a race. Man. Gay is gay is gay. And, so that's the main. But reason. they're making it into a whole race. Well, I mean, I, that's why so many letters. Well, you, can, you can be L or B or G or T or Q. Well, that's the thing. It, it, <laughs> you can be any one of those it's, and you it's, it's a bunch of colors. That, and that's not to be funny. That's why yeah, I'm not if I say you could be black, Puerto Rican, Latino, Latina, or Cuban. Like if I say all that and, and that encompasses all of us, nigga, you know how deep we is then? That's, that's what I'm saying about it's so powerful because <laughs> they're not looking at it like this white, you just gay. Yeah, I'm going to start a new community. It's going to be called a B, M, L, C. We go, what is that stand for? Black, Mexican, Latino, Cuban. <laughs> yeah, we, 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 we go. All us. We all down. Um, well, I mean, I, I, I think I like Mexicans though. They, they, they stay together. I seen. I, I just. I, this is real quick off the off a tangent, but mm-hmm. I seen the other day somebody was saying that um it was down here I believe a, a company they fired a Mexican worker, and so the next couple of days no Mexicans came in. Oh, I saw that. No Mexicans came in. I saw it. I it's saw funny. It. it was a couple, I was a couple of months thinking about ago. I, I, where we work or whatever. It's like you don't have that same unity. Like we talk about <clears throat> the, the black guy getting fired at work on the clock. I, you know yeah, what I'm saying? I talked about it. And there was one incident where, how can I frame this? There was one incident where if a certain individual had not gotten uh, fired or left, 
I was gonna cause a firestorm, and I was ready to I was ready to ride for the firestorm. Oh, we could talk about that, but um, because I don't mind. But the thing with yeah. that is, I still feel like that was poorly handled because he got the he got the choice to leave on his own. Well, he That's, got the choice, but he gone. Thing is, if you would have stayed, yeah, it but be a firestorm. Yeah, but if that was that was one of us saying that we out of there. It's not you. It's not a choice. Oh, you want you want we not getting a squeaky clean record. We are not saying oh he left. Well, you the out of there. Got fired for saying what he said. You remember the you other white seasonal. Player? That don't huh? count. You seasonal. No. Nah. That don't count. But it don't count because you're white. And no, I'm that's saying- That's actually what's supposed to happen. When you seasonal, it's like, you know, at the, it's like, I'm going to be clear at the store. When you yeah. seasonal, they can fire you. They, have, they, they can tell yeah, you to like, come in. They can and they be like, hey, nigga, you yeah, fought in the wind. Yeah, and they're the reason. So, yeah. like, that, that that's, that's not a hard task. You know, you let you go, you seasonal, cool. Yeah. But it, with him, I, I mean, with, with the first guy, I'm glad it happened the way it happened. Well, I was going to say that the first guy, <laughs> to tell the listeners- he had a customer. They were cutting hours. Told his customer, "Hey, yeah, I guess she was upset because made by nobody was in the store. No white coverage. guy with a white customer. Yeah, and he told her. He said, "Yeah, they're giving all the hours to oh, the to black the blacks. People. To the blacks. They didn't the know. Blacks. They're to the blacks. Yeah, what they didn't know was that this she white woman was married to a black, black guy and had black kids. So she told so us. She told management. Told the black community in the store. Yeah, and, and um, they fired it." Yeah, and then Which, the next guy, he said that he got robbed by some black people. This is this. I don't know if you know the whole oh, story. Yeah, oh no, I, yo, he yeah, said he got yeah. robbed by some black people. Mm-hmm. Somebody questioned, like, how did you know they they were black? They had masks on. And long story short, he pretty much said, "Look, a nigga's a nigga. A nigga's a nigga. Nigga, do you know when they t- <laughs> nigga? Do you know That's when they told crazy. me that the hair rose up on my arms?" You had just left. My eyes too, and I turned red. No, but so. when I heard it the next morning, my eyes turned red. I was like, "Hold on for a second, let me go and see this motherfucker." So I walked over there and looked. I said, "This motherfucker, oh, yeah, that motherfucker." I said, "All right," and I'm just glad what happened to him happened to him because if something wouldn't happen to him, something would have happened to him. Yeah, of course. I know that's that's. I think they kind of know that you can't do that in a predominantly black yeah. store like we work at. So no, <clears throat> you can, but it's consequences, repercussions. But um. So I mean, just 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 we we talked about a lot, you know. Mm-hmm. We kind of jumped a lot too, uh, just to kind of tell a tie in a knot with everything. Mm-hmm. With with the passage you read, how we started the podcast, we're talking about subliminal messages. We talking about whether it started to bother you, whether Incredibles two, the nut job, all of these subliminal things. Let me bring it in. There's a lot that we're not paying attention to. It's a whole lot that we're not even looking at. As black people. And how do we, I mean, I'm saying, I was talking to my brother earlier, and, and I asked him, he, he was asking me, would I, would I die for this, or would I die for that, or would I die for this? What I'm saying, when the paradigm shifts, the question ain't, would you die for it, is would you kill for it? And this ain't no call for everybody to go out and kill everybody. It's just saying that, look, if I have a choice whether to die or to kill, my survival instinct is going to tell me to kill but they've social engineered us to believe that we got to put our lives on the line and die, damn near execution style, in order to get justice. Uh, Malcolm X died execution style. Martin Luther King died execution style. And then they started propagating the executions. So you had a doctorate, Huey P. Newton, who gets killed in a drug transaction in the hood. And this is where... Everything starts to shift, and then they're like, oh, look what we can do. And then when they started saying, look what we can do, you started seeing. If you look at Ferguson, you see the three or four brothers that got killed up there that was grassroots activists. 
killed, shot in their car, burnt, hung in the backyard after you start a real estate company. Who the fuck does that? You know what I'm saying? Do you see these things? Sandra Bland. You see these things happening. And she was like a, a, a she, she she spoke a lot. So we see these things happening there and then and then for a long time, I think people are waking up from the from the guys that prayer works. In those situations, prayer don't work. Meditation works, and, and, and prayer is a form of meditation. But prayer is a form of, uh, you know, you're praying to a God that's not your God. You're praying to their God, and they're praying to the same God, but they're trying to kill you, then you're giving them energy. Mm-hmm. I mean, we have our own gods. We have our own entities that we go to. You know what I'm saying? We go back to the earth. We come from the earth, we give it back. When they bury you, bury you in the earth. If you do anything dealing in, 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 in um, I say Voodoo, if you do anything dealing with that, you know everything comes from the earth, and it's gonna come back to you. If you do bad, you do bad. If you do good, you do good. Right, right. But it, it comes from the earth. It goes back to the earth. They done already convinced us that we praying to this white hair, blonde hair, blue eyed, whatever. And even if you don't think he's blonde or blue eyed, if you think he's black, it's still the same image. And if you change the image, it's not your God. You can't change the image of your God, but it gave you an image. All of this comes into play. When we're talking about what they're doing to us and the position that we're in and the symbol, the symbolism that they're putting around us to make us believe that we are uh, 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 um, uh, uh, inferior people. And they've convinced us now, and they're convincing us more so through the screen slaver. <laughs> they're convincing us more so through the things that we see on social media, the things that we see on TV. And then when they let a white guy off, when they lock a black guy, the, the, um, the cop that the, um, Muhammad Noor shot the white lady up there in um, up there in Oklahoma, uh, not Oklahoma, but Minnesota, Minnesota somewhere. Yeah. I think it was Minnesota. Minnesota, yeah. Minnesota. Then you got um, Philando Castile got shot by Yemeni, um, um, Geronimo Yenez. That was Minnesota too, right? Yeah. Yeah. Now Geronimo Yenez ain't and he ain't white, but you know I tell you one thing about uh, some some. Um, Puerto Ricans, uh, mixed race people, uh, not mixed race, they ain't mixed race, either Puerto Ricans, Mexicans, Hispanic people, at some point in their lives, they have to deal with race too. But they have a choice. Because if you stay with the white folks, they will accept you. Black folks, we don't have that option. They can accept them or they can reject them. Um, George Zimmerman, his mama is Puerto Rican or Mexican. But he's been accepted by the white community. He was already in a in a in a um he was he was in their good graces. So that's why they backed him up. He rocks Confederate flags. Geronimo Yenez. He was already in the white graces of the white folks. He killed Philando Castile. He gets nothing. I I I almost want to think he got a job at. In the same state, you had Muhammad Noor who killed a white woman, and now he's on he's on trial for murder. Mm. And he's going to go to jail. And that was an accident. All, all indications say that it was an accident. There wasn't no accident with Philando Castile. If it was an accident, it was it was an a, a involuntary manslaughter accident. Niggas still need to do five to ten years. But, I mean, so well, he got off. But I'm saying, it's little things like that that we need to be paying attention to. Because we're not paying so attention I, to it. And the thing is, after we pay attention to it, we need to bring action to it. Just marching in the streets and praying and shit. Fuck that shit, nigga. It's not doing nothing. But I will say this. 
uh, for one, you, it, uh, protesting and boycotting, whatever, those are not um never protesting again. Those are not those are not effective. Never uh, protesting. Those, again. those are not effective. And it's not effective because as a community we not unify anyway. So even the protests look weird. Even they all did. I never seen one look. They all look weird because we not unify anyway. So it's not strong enough. But I wanted to ask you. We talk about movies and stuff like mm-hmm. that. I would go as far as saying, uh, day to not day to day. Um, I would go as far as saying things that happen in front of us are even being subliminal messages at the same time. When you think about these cops, cops killing, and think about mm-hmm. um, because mm-hmm. they, all, all the, but the, the subliminal messages come when. They don't get. They don't get no. Nothing happens. No, that this is part when you of Sandra Bland, mm. somebody that uh, was very outspoken. Very. To not have no. no you get that, to watch that, huh? Just get no, I didn't get to watch, watch it, no. but I, 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 I have followed her anyway. Mm. So, but I'm saying she was very outspoken. Um, but the way she passed, it was like <clears throat> nothing. Nothing can be said. Mm-hmm. Subliminal, like somebody that you could be so outspoken and nothing. Mm-hmm. These activists that's doing all this work. Then when they pass, it's nothing being done. You know what I'm saying? So like, however, how they're living, they're passing a certain way, almost like the opposite way they were mm-hmm. living. You know what I'm saying? So where she was saying everything, did nobody speak for her? There's no words. There's nothing. It's like nothing there. But while she was here, she was making videos all day, every day, every day, every day. So active. The activists, they being activists, they doing this damn mm-hmm. third. They going straight and that, and they loud, but they deaf and silent. You know what I'm saying? So it's like everything is subliminal. They almost like they're telling you, like, "Hey, we don't care what you do. We don't get you fuck out of here one way or the other." You know what I'm saying? You either gonna die from a cop killing you, and he gonna get off. You gonna we gonna kill you, and you gonna be loud as possible, but nobody gonna hear you to cry. So you know what I'm saying? It's like it's a lot. that can be subliminal also. Also, in the same, it, it, same it's, it's a lot more that I want to say. It's it's a whole lot that we that I would like to cover, but we are gonna wrap this up. Um, Geiger, the lady that killed both them Jean up in um the lady that um walked into the man's apartment. Yeah, 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 yeah. How is it that you? I mean, well, that's that's that. That might be, and it's like subliminal rest that's like slapping you in the face, though. Like, yeah, but it's like now, but it's that woman's agenda again. So yeah. here you have a woman that that may or may not get off, but they finally indicted her for murder. But it's almost like they, it's almost like a movie. They keep us on edge, keep us on edge. Yeah, and that right there will be that right there be a trial of the century. You know what I'm saying? The trial of the century was O.J. Simpson. O.J. Simpson got off. That right there turned the tables. Then you had Trayvon Martin. That turned the tables again in their direction. Muhammad Noor gets off. No, not Muhammad Noor. Um, uh, uh, Geiger, she gets yeah. off. What happens? I mean, if nothing MD, happens, MD then... If, if nothing happens, then it's done. A lot, of, I mean, a lot of empty protests. These niggas in the streets is... is I'm, 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 I mean... Uh, a word to everybody who goes out and march. Stop fucking marching. If you're not going to do nothing, just don't march. You know what I think of when I think of the protests and the marching and stuff? It's a, yeah. You know what I think of now you say it? Uh, screen slaver. That's what I think of when I say that. Yeah. This, this is, is what we used to yeah. see. This put is me what on we're camera. supposed put to me on do. Camera. This is what we're supposed and to do. And they say the little uh, speeches, uh, and, you know, and you got the guy behind them, and they saying this, but it's nothing being done. Now you see what I was saying when I said screen slaver. Now you see what I was saying. That's, that's it. So you know how this is the way that you're supposed to react 
when this happens. Yeah, don't. We don't. programmed you to, to to say that this is what you're supposed to do. You know, it's funny. Happens. Those those get more views than the actual real protest that was working. Million Man March. Uh, you know, back in the day, they, Black Panther. All they pro like the new ones get more views than those. That's how we supposed to do it. You know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. they don't want us to do that. They they got new ones in front of us. Give yeah. us a 4K camera and say, hey man. <laughs> <laughs> get, get this get, get this high definition. Now nah, give me that two forty cc over there. You know, nah, I don't, I don't, this is the look crazy at that. thing. This is the thing I'm gonna say. If we're not protesting, and if we don't protest on the next big thing, like imagine if we stay silent. Cause see, me, let's just say, if I'm in a situation, the times that I've been in a situation where I know it's finna go down, my first reaction is to not do nothing, and I don't say nothing. And I go back in my hole. Going back in my hole might give you a feeling of uh, triumph. It may. Oh, but nigga, I'm here concocting. And I'm planning, and I'm finna move on my plan. Now, when I move on my plan, you caught by surprise. And I've done this before. And when I catch you by surprise, then you don't know what to do. Then when I start bombing on you, it's like, oh, shit, I ain't know this nigga was going to do it. And then when you come back at me and I bomb harder, you like, oh shit! I didn't know this nigga was gonna do this. No, it's funny. Now you leave me alone because now you ain't, now you don't want to deal with me no more. Why? Because I thought I had this nigga. Listening to that, it's like, uh, <laughs> and I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna end with this. Like listening to that, the podcast I did last night with, um, you know, uh, Sinclair. It sounds just like that. We were talking about something mm-hmm. like that, and it's I, like what you said. I could make a similar reference to that. Mm-hmm. It's not as it's personal, but like. Like you said, you know, they look at the triumph. And so you send me away for some time. You think, oh, I got him, you know, six, mm-hmm. two years, he gonna, or 20 years, whatever, how, 10 years, whatever. <clears throat> I do my time. Mm-hmm. But I do my, I, I don't have time to do me. I do the time for real. Mm-hmm. I'm getting smarter. So I'm in my little hole. Just, I'm just getting smarter. I'm studying, da, da, da. I come out. I don't go back in another system like you want me to go back. Mm-hmm. I get I get my shit together. And you you might still try to fuck with me, mm-hmm. but but I'm coming back hard. I'm I'm smart. I'm a step ahead. You know what I'm saying? I got my stuff together. I'm in order. Can I use that time wisely? Not I ain't just, I ain't let, I ain't let, you, I, ain't let you, I, ain't, I ain't do the activity y'all was trying to give me. I just Mm-mm. I did my own books, my own little. You know what I'm saying? My own stuff. And um, I like that analogy you use because I look at that. I wish people did have that same focus when they do get caught up in that system and stuff. A lot of times we get caught up, we get thrown in the system just to get back in there, and. Going to jail don't mean that you you know you, you failed so so much so to speak you know what I'm saying. But, but if when you keep, if when you keep going back for you know like, mm-hmm. but but with no for no reason you know what I'm saying like you just you, you you've uh, conceded yeah to the, with the system like ah you got you win you know what I'm saying like you yeah, conceded yeah, with yeah, the system yeah, yeah, yeah. no don't do that but um that's that's what that reminds me of but I say I had to say um uh. We all just some motherfuckers. It seemed like you know. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> that's what it seemed like. Uh, but we we got to stop. We could talk about all this stuff, but we got to stop being motherfuckers. We just need more conversations like this. More, and I think if they had, I know they, they I know they're being had, but you know, uh, I wish that um, no, some way they, somehow. They, it's, it's always we. It's always we being had. Yeah. Because I can't do nothing without, but I can't do nothing without the village. The village mentality. The, the 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 African proverb that most people forget is it takes a village to raise a child. So if the daddy ain't there, then the village is there. The village is a whole lot stronger than the daddy if he's not there. I mean, he might have got killed. Yeah. In yeah. battle, or he might have got killed in you know hunting. If the, if the daddy is not there, the village raises the child. 
nigga, if the daddy's not there now, don't nobody give a fuck. Yeah. And, and, and then we have an enemy that wants, that's the desired result for the enemy. They don't want the daddy there. <laughs> if he's not there, that's even better. If we can put him away, that's even great. And if these kids don't know how to fight back, that's even better. And we found a medium to distract them in a way to where they don't have to fight back. And then we done. What I'm saying is black folks got 150 years and then we going to be gone. We only make up 13% of the population. We got 150 years. That means you'll never see your great-grandkids, even if you live to be 100. Your great-grandkids probably won't even... Uh, no, I'm, I'm saying. But if you did... You probably wouldn't see them. And if you did, you probably wouldn't want to see them because they're going to be in a, such a condition. My thing is, a paradigm shift. A paradigm shift means the whole shift. In, you know what paradigm shift means? Yeah, you had that in the podcast one time. Just shifting the way of thinking. So, a, a complete, like I said, I ain't going to die for it. I'm going to kill for it. That's a whole, I mean, that's a paradigm shift. Why? I'm, I changed the whole outcome of the situation. The outcome was I could die for it. The outcome is now I care for it and continue to live. Unless we have a paradigm shift with black folks, we did. We got we got a hundred years, bro. And I I want to I, I I agree with that, and I want to just add to that. We would say that I, I spoke on the po- on my podcast before about that. I think that term <clears throat> is something people just say to say. The paradigm because, shift? No, 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 no. Mm-hmm. You you just said mm-hmm. I'm talking about die for something, like yeah. die for something. It's a term people say to say it just to say it because you know why they're not really expecting to die. They're not expecting that that time to come. They're not expecting to be faced with that decision anyway. And if you if you are, to me, no disrespect. That's like the cowardly way of going out. On, if you just saying, "Oh, just, I die," I die for it. It's almost like women. That's why I don't say this. And I, Lauren Hill, I give her credit. One mm-hmm. of one of an, an ex factor she said that like, uh, you said you die for me. You want you live for me? Like that's live for it. Don't die for it. You know, live for live it. For it's harder to live it. for it. Than it to is. Die for it is easy. I could say, yeah, kill me. You know, I'm I'm gone now. So I I ain't got to do nothing. But if I live problem, for it. I got to put in work. I got to athlete. So saying you die for something to me, it's not you're not you're not getting over on me by that. But the you know only problem I got with living for it is that you live under conditions. The conditions that we live under is worth killing somebody for. So well, would killing you kill would be under living because you you can't kill if you're dead though. You know what I'm saying? Like no, you, but you can kill if you live. Yeah, so I'm saying so I, I, I would like it. I would like that. Okay, I, but if you take killing, that's, okay. that's fine. You know, okay. I, I'm like I like that. But dying is just like you say, like yes, yeah, it's, it's it's a cop out to me. Like, the bullet's gonna beat me up. Let me ball myself up. Let me let me let me let me bring my pillows to work. Yeah, like, yeah, bring yeah. my pillows to school so I can put these pillows on. Because I mean, I I die for I die for a few people that I wouldn't live for. Oh, but it's easy for me to say that because I don't expect that to happen. Did you hear what I just said? That was a good one. Now I'm gonna bring pillows because I know the bullet's gonna beat me, and I'm gonna put this pillow over my head so when he punch me, I can't feel the punches. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of fighting back, all you gotta do is fight back. Now in a fight, what I think I said this on the podcast before. If you fight back, you have a chance. You could either win or you could lose, but you fight. And if you win, you can fight again. Yeah. But if you lose, then at least you lost fighting. Me saying I'm finna die for a cause mean nigga, kill me. Let Pretty me put much. myself up on the cross. Basically. You know what I'm saying? Like, Mm-mm. for what? I'm no. good on that. They ain't work why out. Why Jesus ain't swing back at them niggas? They ain't work out niggas. for the last hey, minute, hey, did man, they? Why Jesus ain't swing back at them niggas? I'm like, you know what? Nigga, you not finna stream me up, bro. I'm finna knock all y'all niggas out. And if Jesus didn't do that, how you expect me to believe in him? No. 
You do expect me to believe in him, and that's why niggas go to church every Sunday. I know I just pissed a lot of y'all off. Yeah, it's, like, it's, it's a money thing, but he definitely wasn't as strong as they say he was. But um, half hour black power, um, and that's it. We out, man. <laughs> Adolf Hitler once said, what, for example, would we say about a poster that was supposed to advertise a new soap and that described other soaps as, quote unquote, good? We would only shake our heads. Exactly the same applies to political advertising. The function of propaganda is, for example, not to weigh and ponder the rights of different people, but exclusively to emphasize the one right which it has set out to argue for. Its task is not to make an objective study of the truth, insofar as it favors the enemy and then sets it before the masses with academic fairness. Its task is to serve our own right, always and unclinchingly. In other words, when white folks put what they put in front of you, and I say white folks meaning the folks that's in charge, the folks that's in charge of the media, the folks that's in charge of the government, when they put it out there in front of you, all they want you to do is eat that, consume it, and take it for what it is, understanding that they're doing good. But what you don't understand is that it's really a part of a plan that you're supposed to fall a victim to because when you do fall a victim to the plan, that their plan goes exactly as planned. That's a whole lot of plans. <laughs> <laughs> Peace.